1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. And we begin with the numbers this morning. What can you tell us? Wow, it was an absolutely fabulous July, and, and we thought June was a bounce-back month when we finished pretty much exactly the same as last June. So June 2020 was pretty much exactly the same as June 2019, but July has been on fire or was on fire, and it finished almost 30% over last July, over last July, Tina. And so where did that come from? How did we get above last July's numbers? This was all pent-up demand, and people were waiting. So we didn't have a spring market. We, it was almost like we took an entire quarter of the year and just moved it down. So what we're seeing now is a spring market, and that is contributing to the sales. So what, what kind of throws this off is July and August are pretty slow months in real estate. People have already purchased their homes. They're just getting ready to move into their new homes the busiest times in real estate is March to, say, June. Mm -hmm. And we never had that. We had a good March, but April, May were pretty quiet. So we saw all of that activity get pushed into July, August, and and possibly even into September. So we're going to make up a lot of ground for what we lost at the, the COVID break. Now, before we get into the York Region numbers, let's talk about inventory. Are those numbers addressed in this report? They are, and although we've made some significant uh, climbs for inventory, active listings are now down about 16%. We had a lot of new inventory hit the market now. These were people that were waiting for the COVID pause to end, so they felt more comfortable with putting their homes on the market, allowing people through their homes, because a lot of people had taken their homes off the market in March, uh, waiting for this to, to go away, or at least calm down a little bit, and now those people have come on the market. So, Active listings are still down. They're down 16%, but that's much better than our active listings being down 30%, and and that's what we're used to over the last couple of months. And what can you tell us about York Region specifically? York Region didn't disappoint. Their their numbers were just, uh, just as good as the entire Toronto Real Estate Board. Our sales for July were up 28% over last July, Active inventory was down. We only have 3,318 active listings in York Region. Last year at this time, we had 4,565, so we're down 27%. So our inventory is down, and that's not a surprise either because you see a lot of people moving out of the city and into the region because they're tired of the condo lifestyle, you know, being cooped up in a small space. They want more land. They want more space, and they've been gradually moving to the York region uh, over the course of this COVID period. And and that's why our inventory is down. It's getting scooped up as it hits the market. And what's happening to average price is the lack of supply and the demand that York region has right now 
is showing our average price up 17.5%. And are you still seeing multiple offers? We are. Uh, pretty much anything that is priced properly, and I'm going to emphasize priced properly, is going to get multiple offers. What that means is you have to be priced at market value, and that's going to attract a lot of attention. For the people that are thinking, hey, I am going to cash out and I'm going to price it high and still get multiple offers, the consumer is pretty savvy. And they're, they know what places are going to price for. They know what they're valued at. So they're not just going to pay for the sake of paying extra and getting into multiple offers. You may not get any offers on offer night. If you're priced properly, you are going to most probably be in a multiple offer situation. How do you convince a seller, though, that they really need to adjust their price? Because we all think our homes are worth a lot more than maybe they are in reality. They sure do. And what I usually tell them is you don't want to be the highest bidder for your own house if you're trying to sell it. And, you know, a lot of times we think, well, this is better than that and that's better than this. But that's our perspective on our house. Those are features that we have put in to make that house suitable for us. How do people look at it from outside? And would that benefit the mainstream buyer that's coming through your property? It's like having the neutral colors. It's, you know, there's a lot that goes into positioning a home for sale and, and making it attractive to the masses rather than try to appeal to one certain buyer. And that's where you want to position yourself. And as people go around and see other houses and see what they like and don't like, they're going to get a perspective of what people are going to think when they walk into their home. And hopefully that teaches them. But that's a difficult conversation, even at the best times, is trying to let people know what their home is actually worth. And our opinion is an unbiased opinion because we're coming in from a market perspective to say this is where your house ranks within the market. Sure, for yourself, it is the best house in the area. But how do other people think of it? How are the banks going to look at it and appraise it? Because even if someone paid you $100,000 over the market value, they may not be able to close on it. And now that deal is dead. So it's, it's a very tricky process, especially in a market like this. You need someone that's very experienced with, with the ups and downs of the market because you could get a, an agent that isn't familiar with it and they're going to come in and price your house. It's going to sell and you're going to buy a house and at closing time, the house that you sold may not close because it didn't appraise. Oh, yikes. So let's talk about the numbers one more time in terms of specifically York region. Is there an area that is hotter than another at this time? Sales-wise, Markham, Vaughn, they, uh, they were back to leading the way for York region, and that's typical of a hot market. Markham, Vaughn, Richmond Hill are always the leaders in terms of number of sales. And if you look at inventory, inventory levels – you know, we're, we're really low on inventory in a lot of areas. If you look at Georgina, there's only 167 listings. Last year at this time, they had over 300. If you look at uh, King, only 180 listings. Aurora, only 212. East Glenberry only has 142 listings. And, you know, when you look at what these places are selling, uh, you've only got about two months of inventory. And that is why our average price is going up so much. The, the average price in York region right now, as a region as a whole, is almost $1.1 million. And, you know, it's, it's an incredible feeling for York region residents to see their home appreciate at this level. But at the same time, I mean, if you're going to be selling and staying in the region, 
prices are continuing to climb. So, you know, when they say the best time to buy was yesterday, it really was yesterday. The second best time is right now. So if you're looking to get into the region or move up into the region, you need to act quick. Now, nothing about 2020 has been normal, and I'm using air quotes here. You know, looking at the rest of August and into the fall, what do you what do you see? I see this market continuing till at least September or October because you got to remember this is a spring market. What we're seeing right now is a huge time crunch for buyers because now that they've just made the announcement that schools are going to reopen in September, all of these people that thought they had until October or November till schools open to find their house and move into their house, now they're scrambling. So if you have a home that's situated close to a school and you're thinking of putting it up, this is the perfect time to do it because people are looking for schools that their kids can walk to. They don't have to take a bus and be on a bus with 40, 50 kids. I mean, there's, this is the new normal, and there's going to be a lot of changes. And if people can get close to where their kids can walk to school and be safe and come home for lunch, and that's going to be a, a key in people focusing on where they want to live in the future, especially if they have younger kids. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a busy August for you, for sure. It sure will. And, and I think leading into the fall, this market will continue. Prices will continue to climb. And unless we have some sort of catalyst to give us a lot more inventory all of a sudden, we're going to be in this same multiple offer market for a couple of months to come. All right. After the break, a new rental housing project coming to York Region. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties with today's guest and details of a new rental housing project coming to Newmarket. Asif? That's right, Tina. Here to fill us in is Newmarket Mayor John Taylor. Mayor Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Now, where do we start? How about we start with where in Newmarket this is going to take place? Yeah, okay. So so it's at, um, uh, essentially it's on Davis Drive. Um, uh, There's a a tiny street that just runs uh, off of Davis at... um, at Park, uh, Parkview, or, or um, Longford, people might know it as, that's the Viva Station, Longford. Um, so on the uh, on the southern side of Davis, at uh, that intersection, there's a little a little in-street uh, called Deerfield, and that's why the address of this uh, this project is 195 Deerfield. But it's essentially at the, on Davis Drive, uh, out of Viva Rapid Station, uh, Rapidway Station, and uh, at the Longford and Davis uh, intersection area. So it obviously sounds like a great, convenient location. How many homes or residential units will there be? So this uh, this um, this one is going to be a 15-story, 216-unit uh, building. Um, it's it's it makes up a part of a larger development that the developers pursuing one which is already complete, which is about the same size, and has been uh, uh, rented up for a couple of years now. And then there's another um, uh, condo building and a rental building, all in the same sort of um, same development area. That sounds amazing. And when will this project be completed by? Well, uh, they say in, in a few years. Um, I, you know, I think that's probably fairly ambitious. Oh, this particular project, though, is uh, sorry. If you mean just this tower or the whole thing? Uh, just this tower to start. So 
So I think they're, they're saying 2022, and I know they'd like to think it's possible to be late 2021. It's, you know, it's under construction now. And they're, you know, usually, they're usually talking about, you know, 30 months or so um, for that kind of thing. And Mr. Mayor, why the need for this project? You know, you said that there's already um, a multi-story building in this area. Why the need for something more than that? Well, that's where I can get uh, um, fairly passionate and fairly detailed, so feel free to stop me at any point. But um, <laughs> the other building that is there is the uh, first purpose-built rental building in all of York Region, a region of 1.2 million people in over 40 years. No new significant rental projects have come online in close to 40 years in all of York Region. So we're running a significant um, rental deficit. Uh, you know, there is a significant rental deficit across the GTA, right? They're, they estimate that uh, Toronto, I think, is uh, about 9,100 units short right now. Um, and so, there's, you know, when you think about where the market's at, um, you know, the how, what, from 2008 to 2018, the housing increase by about 119% in that decade of the cost of a, of a single family house. Um, during that same period, a family income rose about 14%. So with the rapidly escalating price of, of um, single family homes and townhomes, uh, average townhome now in, in New York region is over $800,000. We see townhomes for sale in the market all the time for $800 million, uh, et cetera. And uh, average single family home across the region is about one and a quarter million uh, new uh, homes. So, when you talk about those kinds of numbers, the fact is we've seen rapid increase in, in pricing in the GTA um, as we become partially, in my opinion, there's other factors, of course, but partially um, as Toronto started being um, benchmarked as a, as a global city um, you know, probably close to a decade ago or less, that, that sort of spills out into the GTA and prices have gone up rapidly. So what does that mean? That means that uh, you're going to need uh, a lot more rental because uh, we're, we're I, I believe our, our housing market will stay very strong, um, but there's a lot of people that will not be able to afford to own homes. Um, certainly not as quickly as before and, and maybe ever. Uh, you know, if you think about it, in, in places like uh, in some cities in Switzerland, the rental rate is as high as 80%. Um, in many European cities, it's well over 50. In Toronto, it's close to 50. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, I think it's to be assumed that the rate of rentership in, in New York region is going to increase. It's about uh, 15% right now, about 20% in the market. Um, so I would suggest that, well, first of all, we're, we're short right now of, the, of what's needed, uh, and the, the, the growth in demand is going to be somewhat exponential over the next decade or so. Um, so the demand is going to go up very quickly. So I actually believe, and, and there's different views on this, but I believe that the demand for rental is going to increase rapidly. I don't think, to the point where I think it might be fair to say it's going to be impossible to even keep up fully to the demand. Um, but certainly, I believe that the communities that do try to meet the demand are going to be uh, more complete communities, number one. But number two, they're going to be more economically positioned for success. You need a, re- a range of housing options for all types of empl- young knowledge workers, people who work in retail, downsizing seniors, all need different types of housing and more affordable housing. So this is a part of the spectrum that needs to be filled in quickly, uh, and this is an important step in doing that. And, Mr. Mayor, with the growth that Newmarket has shown just over the last five to ten years, you know, it really does emphasize the need for more affordable housing and more rental units. Just the expansion of the hospital has brought a lot of jobs into that Newmarket area. And you're right, these people do need an affordable place to live close to work. And this sounds like it's going to tick off all of those boxes. 
What type of amenities will be surrounded in this area or with this project when it's complete? Yeah, and just before we, and I'll talk about the news thing, but I think it's really important to saying about jobs, and this is what I keep saying about this isn't, you know, for people who are listening or people from our community or region are going, well, rental, that's not my thing, and I'd rather have, you know, you know, bigger houses. And, you know, the, the fact is we get excited when we attract jobs when the hospital grows. We recently landed Celestica here in Newmark, a huge win for us, and the whole community cheered it on. Well, those workers, those 800 workers need places to live, too, and many of them can't afford uh, single-family homes or townhomes. So it's important that we understand that housing, housing options, affordable housing, are intricately tied to the economy, the local economy, and economic success of, of the community. So in terms of amenities, um, I think the biggest one, the most important ones, frankly, is this is probably only a five, six-minute walk to the GO train station, um, which is, uh, I think, most, very significant. And then on its doorstep is the Viva Rapidway with uh, the Longford station right in front of its door. Um, so very connected uh, in terms of transit, but it's also very close to the Tom Taylor Trail, which is a trail that's very popular in Newmarket. It runs north to south through the entire town, um, and it's absolutely beautiful, so very pedestrian and cycling friendly. Um, also, there's going to be a, a very significant park as part of this uh, part of this development. It's something I, I push quite strongly for. Um, the uh, the, um, the uh, owner, uh, Sam Raisin, likes to joke with me that's uh, an expensive uh, Park, but uh, it's, it's, there's going to be a park and a playground, a tennis side to build in a kids' zone, fitness uh, center, yoga studio. Um, but then other amenities that are important uh, is that the 30 of the units will meet um, our municipal accessibility requirements. So include units with uh, universal adaptable design. Um, so those those types of amenities, you know, to think about as well. So uh, overall, it's 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 a it's a a development that with the condo, uh, with the various rental buildings, with, and by the way, this building that's being built right now is fronted with townhomes around the base, uh, so there'll be some townhome products, um, et cetera, built into it. So there's a, a nice range of housing, good amount of density to support uh, uh, that's transit-supported. Uh, and with some nice green space and some great amenities. Now, Mr. Mayor, you mentioned that rental housing is such an important option for so many. Do you know how many new market residents actually rely on the rental market for housing? Yeah, it's 20% in new market, and it's about 15% region-wide. But I would argue that that number is suppressed both in York region and new market because of lack of availability. I think there's uh, probably an argument to be made that there are many people that are in ownership positions that would be better off in rental, or frankly, those that uh, need to rent are going to other communities because there's an availability here. So York Region has the lowest renter rate in the entire GTA of all the regions of the city. Um, and that's not uh, that's not just, you know, I, I think it's important to understand it's not just um, demand, it's supply. It sure is, and, and that's why we're seeing multiple offers even within the rental sphere because people can't get their rentals and they're, you know, we're leasing out places that would probably go for fourteen to sixteen hundred about five, six years ago, and they're they're commanding about two thousand dollars a month right now, which really cuts into affordability. So, thank you for heading up this project. We hope that more people in the region jump on board, and we're able to increase the amount of rentals that we have in York Region as a whole. Yeah, absolutely true. Because, it, and as you're pointing out, we have such a lack of uh, rental housing. Just getting rental, purpose-built rental built um, will will add supply, which will mitigate the pricing and bring it down and make it more affordable. Of course, there are some CMHC affordability requirements uh, that come with this uh, announcement of the $79 million uh, uh, loan to facilitate this development. But, uh, but also just having greater supply is going to help as well. And it's going to help improve the quality of the stock as well as the quantity because other 
uh, landlords will feel the need to improve and make their rental accommodations uh, safer, cleaner, and better. That's awesome. And if people want to learn more about this project or get some more information about where it's happening and what's happening, where can they go? Yeah, I, you know, if somebody wants to contact me in terms of particularly about the project, what it's about, how, how it can be um, uh, looked at in other jurisdictions, et cetera, feel free to call or contact me at jtaylor at newmarket.ca. Um, if you're looking to rent there, it's a little early, but I know from their last hour they will put up very large signs in marketing and they will start taking a list and the list will grow rapidly, but I can't really help with that. So um, please don't contact me if, if that's what you're looking for because I just can't help you at this point. Um, but uh, but certainly to talk more details about the project, to learn about it, to talk about how rental housing benefits a community or how it, it needs to be um, duplicated uh, across the GTA and greater levels, I'm happy to have that conversation anytime with anyone. That's amazing. Again, thank you for heading this up, and thank you for taking the time to join On the Market this week. Thank you very much. Have a great day. When we come back, this week's hot listing and your questions. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Rick in Thornhill. He wants to know if you expect the price of condos to drop and if he should sell his one-bedroom condo sooner rather than later. Asif, what do you think? Rick, great question. And you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there about condos and prices dropping. And that's not the case. Prices are continuing to climb for condos. They may not be at the rate that detached homes are appreciating at, but they're still climbing, and there's not going to be a decline in any aspect of, uh, you know, condos. You're not going to see a lot more inventory coming up because a lot of the condo projects were delayed over the COVID period. So the supply and, and demand issue is going to continue. There's not a lot of supply. The other thing is you may want to even want to consider renting out your condo because there's not a lot of rental properties out there. But I would hold on to it. Uh, unless you really want to move into a, a home and and sell it, it's still a good time. You're still going to get you know good market value for it and be able to convert that into a down payment for your home. But it's not going to drop. Don't worry about that. It's going to continue to appreciate. Again, it may not appreciate at the six seven percent that a home goes up at, but you'll still see a, a fair appreciation in your condo. Our next question comes from Jana in Maple. She wants to know how to determine if negotiating or renegotiating, rather, her mortgage is a good idea. It really depends on where you're at in your mortgage, Jana, because it's really tough to renegotiate your mortgage halfway through. And you're going to be faced with something called interest rate differential. So if you have a mortgage uh, and you're you're going in at a lower rate, you're going to be paying something called an interest rate differential, which the banks would charge you. And it may not be worth it because, the, one, there's going to be penalties. You, you have to break your mortgage and then and get a new one. And then the second thing is with that interest rate differential, if it's too much, it's not going to be worth it because the bank is still going to charge you an interest rate differential, which may, uh, you know, wash out any savings that you may be, 
thinking you would get by renegotiating a mortgage. So it really depends on where you're at. Some banks, if you only have a year left or so, they may look at it and say, hey, if we can lock her in for a five-year mortgage, then let's do it. And they may be more apt to do it than if you've just started a mortgage and you have four years left on a five-year mortgage. So I would talk to a mortgage broker, get you know all of the facts from them as to what you can and can't do. And they'll be able to guide you and say, this is a good idea or this is not a good idea. So it may not be worth her while to renegotiate. It depends where she is in essentially the contract. Exactly. Okay. Asif, we have just enough time for the on the market hot listing. What have you got for us? Tina, we've got a home that's coming next Tuesday. And it's going to be a four-bedroom detached home in Cornell facing a park surrounded by acres of park space coming up. And it's walking distance to four schools, a Catholic school, a high school, a Catholic high school that's going to be built, and Black Walnut Public School, which is one of the top schools in the Markham area. It is absolutely fabulous. It's going to be in the 1.2 range, and this is coming on the market on Tuesday. It's on Donald Sim, which is an absolutely fabulous street because you're surrounded by all the schools. Let's remind our listeners where Cornell is. Cornell is in the ninth line in Highway 7 area. It's This home is just in behind. It's tucked away behind Markham Stovall Hospital. There's a brand-new community center right there. You're surrounded by all your amenities. It's a fabulous place, and at $1.2 million, this will not last, and we are expecting this to go into a bidding war. So this is a four-bedroom home in Cornell. You'll have it ready for listing next week. We will, and it's also got a two-car garage and a parking pad. Parking seems to be an issue in a lot of these new areas. It's not an issue here. You can park three cars comfortably. Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? Tina, they can call me at 416-985-CON, 416-985-5426. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan, or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.